Yo fam, it's been a good old minute. I'm not exactly sure why I hadn't been uh, sharing, been posting. I've uh, been doing some pretty good work, good therapy, meetings, had some good experiences, went to a, they call it a spiritual uh, 12-step retreat at Tar Hollow. It was cool, but uh, yeah, it was nice. Most recently, I just got back from um, VCon, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, the business dude, big time business guy. I bought a bunch of his NFTs and they had a big conference in Minneapolis. And um, I talked about it men's group last night was when I am, there's a bunch of, bunch of things not connected to self lacking spiritual connection um you know lacking some some real perspective not perspective in my mind meaning i know i should be grateful or um i know i have a good life or whatever but like feeling it not wanting to be you not wanting to be them not wanting to you know be different than who i am um you know, I'm always comparing myself. I went to this big conference. It was it was huge. I mean, uh, Snoop Dogg was there. Uh, you know, Logan Paul, all these you know, NFT creators, just crazy. I ran into Tom Sachs, who's one of the biggest artists of our time. Um, I mean, just an enormous amount of people, and. Sorry about that. Yep. So uh, I had a great time. We connected with a lot of people, but here's what happened. That conference was awesome. There was the energy. The vibe was so nice, so good. Everybody was happy to be there. Kind of part of a, a culture, a community, you know, with a with a similar interest Right. V friends is uh, Gary V's NFTs where he's making, you know, all these spiritual principles and, and, and life principles. Cool. Like the tenacious termite, the competitive clown, the um, whimsical wolf. That's one of my favorites. Uh, he t- talks about courage, tenacity, uh, resilience. What's the resilience guy? Um, gritty, gritty ghost. You know, all the, it was awesome because I bought these these little stickers, and I'm going over the stickers. Uh, they're cartoon characters. I'm going over the stickers with Austin, teaching them about what does grit mean, what does um, tenacious mean, what does competitive mean, what does resilience mean. All these awesome things that I am just so was so grateful to be a part of. Yet, I'm constant. I find myself comparing right i uh wanted to put on my my coolest shoes and have the coolest outfit and look like look like it was just uh like i just threw it together like it wasn't too much effort and then and it didn't take too much effort to kind of be cool and look cool all to posture everything was to posture for me i wanted to create an image in what you thought of me because on one hand, 
I love shoes and fashion and style. And on the other hand, I'm equally insecure, right? Have a low self-worth. I want to be different, right? That's just one way in which I do it. But I'm also around all these creatives and all these, you know, tech people and entrepreneurs. And I find myself comparing myself to them as um, not, wow, good for them. How amazing is that? It was, man, I wish I was them. Man, I wish I had what they had. Man, I wish I was smarter. Man, I wish I was. And for me, that is 100% human, right? There's a, this is a human trait in a lot of ways to compare, you know, many people in some way, shape or form, uh, you know, have envy or jealousy or, you know, whatever the case may be, right? But for me, that is a, um, a symptom of this greater, uh, that is a that is a symbol, a sign, a uh, flashing light for me that I am not really doing and embodying the spiritual work that I that I love so much. I was just talking to a friend last night about how much I love breath work and how centered it makes me feel, but yet I don't want to do it. I'm going to yoga, you know. Four to six days a week. I love the benefits of it. I'm feeling stronger. I'm grateful when I'm done. But boy, do I I cuss it every almost every morning. I cuss it getting up early in the morning. Um, you know, it's a you know life is like an onion. You know, I'm, I'm peeling these layers away, and sometimes it's easy, and sometimes it's hard. But um, yeah, it's just. You know, when I'm comparing myself to you, when I'm not okay in my own skin, when I think you're further along or I'm not good enough or whatever, it doesn't contribute to the man, uh, you know, God and spirit wants me to be to the, you know, to the husband and father uh, that I want to be. Um, and I guess it's just a, a maybe I'm just telling you out loud. It's just another uh, example or reason why I need to, you know, get close. No big deal. No major changes necessary, but I need to start getting closer. Today, I'm going to be working on a speech I'm giving. It's one I gave for a community group a couple of uh, weeks ago, probably now a couple of months ago now, but uh, I'm actually going to go give it into a, uh, a jail and a corrections facility. I'm excited because it'll be another iteration, another rep, another opportunity to speak and teach and talk about a topic I really enjoy. And, um, yeah, it, what an interesting, uh, what an interesting time when I'm in the, also this is another downfall to comparison and not being centered is when I'm doing that, I'm not present. I'm not, in, I'm not enjoying the moment as much as I could. Um, some of the highlights of that, uh, event. I ran. I met a number of people that I only knew online before, and I actually met them in real person. That was cool. Get to hang out with a good friend, uh, Heather Parody. She's a friend of the family. We went and did the air. Uh, our families met for the first time in Virginia a couple of weeks ago. Um, I've known her for like three years or something, and uh, uh, just barely met. And we saw each other there again, hung out quite a bit. Got to meet my boy Gary V. Been a following follower of him forever. Met some really cool people ran into a a number of Aggies, probably four or five Aggies. Uh, that was neat. Um, just had some really great, interesting information, uh, uh, conversations. One of the coolest things was, and this is a, 
testament to recovery, 12 step recovery, community groups, um, family groups. This is why peer led recovery or peer led support groups are so dang important. They're all over the world, even if you're not uh, an addict or an alcoholic. But almost every time I pull into town, I went solo. Sarah and Austin stayed home. Um, Almost every time I pull into town, I look up a local AA or NA meeting, right? So I pulled up uh, the the groups. There was a clubhouse about a mile and a half from me. I went to a young people's NA meeting. It was this was Wednesday when I got there. It was from six to eight. I mean, a room full of 30 something young people, 16 to 24. I was just so impressed. Um, But it's almost like a cheat cheat code being a part of a peer led support group that's that's you know, national or worldwide, you can go anywhere and you can tap in, right? Even um, now because of COVID, there's so much more access to, to virtual groups. No matter where you go, you can tap in. You've got instant support. You've got an instant network. So anyway, I went to this and ended up being uh, asked to be on a podcast that uh, Friday night and uh, was on a two-hour podcast. It was a recovery podcast. How uh, just just awesome experiences all because of having a multifaceted support group. That's one reason why our multifaceted recovery and wellness uh, strategy. That is why um, only having a counselor is a bit limiting or, or therapist, right? Like, yes, you're doing some deeper work, but you, it's so important to supplement with other things because when you're out of town, you can't call up just a local counselor or a local rehab or um, some of these paid support services because you're, you know, A, you got to pay for them and B, they're not in those towns. But if it's peer led, you get to go plug in and be around a bunch of people like you that you can either help or get help from. So um, that was pretty cool. Um, anyway, just wanted to check in. I've got a men's um, retreat coming. I've talked to you all a little bit about uh, the Mankind Project. I've been going to groups for two years, haven't been able to go to their intensive weekend because of COVID. That's coming up in uh, June, beginning of June, and um, I'm looking forward to that. But it's all a, uh, it's all part of it. And if I can just keep perspective and be in the moment, man, it's not that anything is so much better. My life is not better. Nothing is necessarily different. But boy, do I feel better. Boy, am I able to be in the moment. Boy, do I not... Boy, can I be comfortable in my own skin? And I'm not trying to out. I'm not trying to think my way into it. I actually feel it. Um, one last thing I was going to tell you about. This has been interesting. Uh, but, you know, from the therapy work that I've been doing, the men's work I've been doing, I've had a hard time identifying with anger. Anger is something that I avoided. Um, you know, part of my history and story is I don't like being around angry people. I don't like getting angry. I'm scared of confrontation. Um, anger means unsafe to me. And so I've always had a hard time feeling angry. And, um, you know, through IFS, this internal family system therapy, I've identified an angry part of me. And, you know, I go in and have, I do these visualizations. I go in and have conversations with all these different parts. And this one with anger, it's kind of neat because one, it's, it's kind of like, I'm not angry. A part of me is angry, right? When I'm in self, when I'm like really rooted in self, 
I'm loving, I'm compassionate, I'm understanding. I don't want to be you, right? So that's like me at my truest form. But there's a part of me that's angry. So recently I've been going into yoga and it just, I just cuss yoga. I I don't want them to correct me. I don't even want to be there. I don't want, you know, I start judging everybody around me. I do all these things, right? But recently I've been going in and I go have a conversation with this angry part. And this angry part, he wears like a leather jacket. He smokes cigarettes. He's just pissed, man. And he cusses and he's like, F this and F that. And they better not come tell me nothing. And he just goes off, right? And at the end, I'm like, how's that feel? What do you want to do? Uh, you know, man, I, I get you. I'm like, have, I'm like parenting this part of me, right? And I'm like, what do you want to do? He's like, man, I just want to chill and go smoke cigarettes. I'm like, all right, cool, man, go do it. So he storms off and then boom, I don't have that angst when I'm doing my yoga. It's so freaking weird. It's like, I don't have to have that part. It's, it's almost like, you remember the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore and the ghost would jump in to a person and inhabit their body and kind of be running you know, their life or they're talking for them, all these kind of things. And, um, uh, that's what these, these different parts of me, anger or whatever it is. Anger does not have to run my show and neither does fear and all these other things. So just a cool example, real world example of how I use some of these tools and how some of the work I've been doing is paying off. Um, and let me kind of, uh, wade in, with a with a, an emotion that I want to get to know, but also been very scared of. Hey, if you know someone that needs to hear this uh, podcast, uh, make sure you share it with them. As always, we'd love a either a written review and rating on Apple iTunes or a rating five star rating on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. Holla at your boy, I love you.